Hey everyone, welcome to episode 124, Pepsi Parenting. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. You must be like, Kelly, what are you going to come up with next? It's so wild. Once I start thinking of an idea, then it just turns into like a thing. And before I start talking about Pepsi parenting, since we've talked about pizza parlor parenting, lots of peas, I want to read you an email I got from our dear friend in Tokyo, Stephanie F. She says, hey, Kelly, I was listening to the pizza parlor podcast this morning. While the subject in itself isn't one I need coaching about the most, I just felt you delivered that podcast really well with spot on examples and pointers. I always find it useful to tune back into one of the work you do for the community. It is always beneficial, and I think it's because you're so genuine, consistent, and put the best intention into it, always. I really appreciate your endless generosity. Thank you. I have to thank you. Thank you for listening. Hello. This would be really awkward if I was just talking to myself in the closet. That's so weird and creepy, but I have been known to be weird and creepy. So I appreciate you for listening. All of you, this podcast, that's why it's our podcast. Without you, I can't be here. So it's a symbiotic relationship. So this Pepsi parenting, this is a lesson I did as a teacher and as a counselor. And it really resonated with the kids because I want you to remember that our kids have never experienced anything that they're experiencing. So when they have something happen like a big emotion, which is going to happen for every single stinking honking child, okay? When they have these big emotions, they don't know what to do. It's the first time in their life they've ever had this vibration going through their body. Everything's brand new. They're like a brand new car that's never been out on the road before. And so they think that if they get in trouble, then there's something wrong with them. Something has gone wrong when it's part of the human experience to feel all the feels. And so the more that we can give analogies and role-playing is huge and visuals Like when you teach a child math, you can say two plus two is four. But if you give that child two M&Ms and two Smarties, that is going to be more concrete for them. They don't know what two even means. So when you give them the two M&Ms or the two Smarties, it's a tangible and concrete way of teaching the math skills of two plus two is four. But you can't teach two plus two unless they know what the two stands for. Does that make sense? As I'm talking to myself in a closet. So I talked a lot about in the past, this is your first time listening. I talk a lot about a program we did at the schools at Naples Park and a big Cypress. Go Bobcats, go Patriots. I think that's their mascot. And also at Naples Park, go Sharks. About how we used a program called Be Cool. And it was all about teaching kids how to manage their emotions. And we talked a lot about how to manage their emotions at school because my job as a counselor was to help them be able to focus on their schoolwork. So if they're distracted by they're being bullied, there's problems at home, they need to get enough sleep, their mom or dad yelled at them to get out the door, all of that really impacts their learning. So my job was to help them manage their emotions while they're at school so they could focus on their schoolwork. That was my in, so to speak. That's how I would talk to them and say, this is my job is to help you focus on your schoolwork and to be a better friend and be not just better at math, 
But what do you do when you miss the math problem? What do you do when you don't know how to read a, a word and it's frustrating? What do you do with frustration? So it was all about teaching them how to manage their feelings. And the Be Cool program was so wonderful because it taught kids kind of like what we talk about on our podcast about how we all have human emotions. We all have vibrations going through our body and kids are really good at being present because they know once they have that human emotion happen to them, they know instinctually to get that emotion out of their body somehow. Sometimes they scream and kick. Sometimes they throw things. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes they pout because they're trying to manage that emotion. And none of it is wrong or right. It just is. It's the way that they're trying to process this new feeling that they've never felt before in their entire lives. So the Be Cool program talks about how sometimes you have tricky emotions, like you feel like you're going to explode. They are hot. So when you talk about hot feelings, it's like the anger, the aggression, the throwing of blocks, the pinching your brother. And of course, they're just laughing so hard, like pinching my baby brother. And they can all relate with that because we've all felt hot before. And the hot is an umbrella for all of the angry emotions, all the ones that are showing as explosive. So the temper tantrum that are just going crazy. And then there's also cold emotions. And there's a cold way to react to your feelings. And that is the sadness, the crying, the pouting, the stonewalling, the shutting down, the nobody loves me sentiment. That's more like the cold section. And neither are right or wrong. And you'll probably have a child that shows one more than the other. And then the other one is kind of like their backup emotion. So that's two ways that we all express our emotions. Some people get super hot and they're aggressive. And some people get super cold where they're just feeling like bummed out, pouting, not feeling good enough. And so they go to that. And I want to reassure you that neither is right, neither is wrong, and neither is better, and neither is worse. It just is what it is, what it is all day. My friend Shara and I say that all the time. The as is of that emotion is what we want to work with. And so when we give our kids tangible, concrete examples of when we have felt that, it helps normalize it for them a little bit so they're not trying to push it down, so to speak. And I will say, the younger the child, the more that you can role play, role play, role play. That's a concrete, manageable, and tangible way for a child to understand what is appropriate when I have this vibration go through my body and what is inappropriate. You want to show them examples and non-examples. This can be done through puppets. This can be done through their stuffed animals. This could be done with you and the child acting it out and being silly and everything's light and fluffy. And of course, this is done during calm energy. And the Be Cool program talks about how we're all trying to get to the Be Cool section, which is not too hot, not too cold, but just right. And so they put on sunglasses. There's a whole song that goes with it. You might have to plug your ears. I'm going to whisper this one so I don't have to like hear how bad my voice is. But this is the song as I remember it. It goes, don't be hot, don't blow up, don't be cold, don't give up. Just remember to be cool, looking, thinking, acting cool. Calm your body, make a choice, stay controlled, use your voice, take deep breaths. One, two, three, glasses on now, that's the key. We're cool. Or maybe it was be cool at the end. You get the point. So it was all about using the glasses as a fun way to describe what you're trying to describe. Because again, kids don't understand. Calm down, act your age, get over it, relax. They don't know what that means. That's too airy-fairy for them. They need tangible, concrete examples. It's just like they don't know what the two means. So you say, what's two plus two? Well, if they don't understand what two means, that it's actually you know two items, then two plus two is going to be pointless. So us saying all those things, which I said, I have said all the time and I still do, calm down, you're overreacting, it's not a big deal. We're gaslighting our child when they're having a human emotion, which we all have. That doesn't breed connection, I promise. 
if calm down worked, I would sell it as a bumper sticker. It actually adds gas to the flame. Cause I know when I'm upset, if Dave were to tell me calm down, I think I would kick him in the knees. I'm not even joking. Dave, if you're listening, put on your shin guards. So the Be Cool program was really awesome for kids. And so a way to model and embody and use concrete examples with being hot and being cold were we used, and I always say Pepsi parenting, but I don't even like Pepsi. I just said it because it starts with a P like parenting, but use any carbonation. You can use LaCroix, you can use Pepsi, you can use Coke, you can use Dr. Pepper. You get the point. Oh, this could be Dr. Pepper parenting. That's a tongue twister. You can name it whatever you want. It could be popcorn parenting. Oh, I just thought of that one. It doesn't have to be alliteration. I made it up as I went in the classroom. I'm making it up as I go raising an 11 and 13 year old. Oh my goodness, Grady's 11. What is going on? He just turned 11. So that kind of stuttered out of my mouth that he's 11. What? At least he's a palindrome check. So name it whatever you want. This is where you add your spice and creativity. I'm giving one example. Remember, I'm not your mother. I'm not your father. I'm not your boss. You are a grown human. You get to make your own games, your own rules. Your parents cannot send you to bed without supper. You are an adult now. It's pretty empowering and it's pretty scary at the same time, especially when you just feel like you're winging it and you're supposed to feel like you're winging it. You just don't want the kids to know how much you're winging it because then they'll start to pick up on their energy and be like, this chick doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm going to go do my own thing. So get any type of carbonation and use it as an example for kids of how they feel when they are feeling explosive feelings. And so what are you going to do? You're going to shake up the carbonation and then you're going to open it and it's going to explode and you're going to laugh and you're going to be silly and you're going to be giggly and it's going to be so funny. And then next time they're in the red zone, instead of saying, you need to chill out, you need to calm down. What's going on with you? Feeling like a can of Pepsi, aren't you right now? Feeling like a can of LaCroix. I know how that feels. And then you're going to diffuse it based on the example that you did a couple days ago. So it doesn't have to be Pepsi. I actually think the taste of Pepsi is N-A-S-T-Y but it's a great visual. You could use a volcano. You could use popcorn. The movie Inside Out is literally a genius movie for explaining all of the different emotions, how they're all bottled up inside of all of us. And sometimes other ones come out that we don't even want to come out, but we can't control it because it's based on who's the strongest behind the scenes. And the way that they've articulated all the characters is such a great movie to get examples if you're not sure what I'm talking about. When I watched Inside Out, I learned a lot because it was all about managing our emotions and there, all those emotions are bottled up inside of us. But if we don't talk about it, if we don't get it out, if we are just holding it and holding it in, then we're going to be like a soda bottle or a carbonation bottle and we're going to be exploding. You can use seltzer water. You can use the two liters. Those are super fun. You could do a volcano. What else explodes? Fireworks, sparklers. You get the point. The same goes for the cold emotions. Now the cold emotions are sadness. You remember sadness from inside out? I was like, bro, chill. Would you cheer up sadness? Oh my goodness, you're depressing me. But we all have that in our body. We have all of those inside out characters in our body, all of us, all the time. And so it could be sadness. It could be loneliness. It could be frustration that comes across as I'm not good enough. And then you could use examples like the first thing I thought of was a groundhog that goes underneath in the ground. If your kids don't know about that, I asked you all on Facebook and you came up with the greatest ideas. A turtle hides its head. You could do a turtle. You could do an ostrich, a dog with a bone who hides the bone, that bury the bone in the yard, a hermit crab, a bird in a nest, a kangaroo in a pouch, like a joey. Oh, that's so cute. A bear that hibernates, the cat going to the vet. You know how they can hide. Elf on the shelf hides, armadillo in a ball, a dog or a cat the way they hide on 4th of July, our feet when they hide inside of shoes. Q 
kids playing hide-and-go-seek, jack-in-the-box. So you see there's a lot of things that hide. So using these concrete analogies, just like we do for 2 plus 2, is how you're going to be able to teach these concepts. And then when they are going into the yellow-red zone, you can kind of lighten the mood a little bit and be like, oh, I know. I felt like a turtle before, too. I know how that feels. And what's going to happen is the child who acts in the same way you do when you're having a tricky emotion is going to trigger you the most. So if you feel a lot of anger, if your go-to default emotion when you're having a tricky emotion is anger, aggression, frustration, yelling, if that's your go-to, when you see that in your child, that will make you more upset than the child who's crying, pouting, you'll be like, oh, whatever, because you can't relate with that. But what happens is when our child shows us what we do when we're upset, that triggers us more, not because they're pushing on our buttons, but they're pushing on our ego. And then the one that acts the opposite way, you will find doesn't trigger you as much because it's not pushing on your ego because your ego is there going, oh, no, no, I'm not going to lose this. I'm not going to lose this. And then when you see your mirror, when you see your match, when you see someone that's acting like you, it's kind of a reminder of like, oh, that's right. I have acted like that before. And that triggers you not because they're pushing on your buttons, but because they're pushing on your ego. So this is why it's such powerful work, because when you teach your child how to manage their emotions, you teach yourself. And when you're role-playing, you can see what they go to and what their go-tos are. And then you can ask them, what do you think I should do when I'm feeling my tricky emotion? This is what I feel sometimes. This is what I do. So it's a dialogue and a conversation. And then they're not thinking that we're robots that never have tricky emotions. We're just like them. And in that, we build that connective tissue. Because when you have connection, you have cooperation. So remember to role model for your kids. You can do the Pepsi bottle that's exploding. It could be any carbonation. Or it could be the turtle that's hiding. But you want to show them both sides. So there's no child out there that shows one side 100%. Usually they're a mixture of the two. Sometimes they're a combination of like 75%, 25%. What are you? What's your go-to? And then take it from there. And that's where you're learning and your connection meets. And then when you have connection, you have what? You have cooperation. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com and if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.